What's up, guys? Corbin with Corbin's Q here. We got pie night every single Wednesday. Come on down for some fun. We also have that full bar rocking. Let's see you, my people. Yee! Welcome to the Grubthusiast Grubcast, where we're on a mission to find the best places to eat, drink, and have a good time. And occasionally, we get to sit down with some of the amazing food artists that make that possible. Thank you for listening, as usual. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. It really helps out the show. My guest today is Corbin O'Reilly from Corbin's Q and Tap Truck, San Diego, California. When did this all start? I'm raised San Luis Obispo, grew up on a registered Angus cattle ranch, and, okay. and uh, you know started my barbecue company at age 22, 23. Welded together my barbecue pits, and it's been all downhill you know, since then. I began at the La Jolla Farmer's Market and the Poway Farmer's Market, and I was just always doing catering um, from there on out. So much fun with like San Diego State and uh, everything's grown. I mean, I've hit huge milestones doing like 2000 people like three days in a row. Uh, I've done like 1700 person cater on the USS Essex um, on the flight deck. They uh, craned up a barbecue pit up there and we had to start barbecuing at 2 a.m. in the morning uh, just to be able to feed everybody by 11. Uh, so beautiful milestones. Um, I landed at the location here in 2017 and uh, survived the war, survived COVID. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, it's funny you say that. Can I interrupt you there for a second? Absolutely. What is the, um, you know, because I was, I was actually doing some. I was doing some thinking, right? Uh-oh, right? It's trouble. Positive thinking. Yeah, always positive, but analysis is what I was doing. So I was kind of wondering, uh, I was trying to think about how, when was the last time we had a war, you know? Because it seems like periodically, we, you know, in, in the, the First World War was in the 18s, right? Or in the teens. Then 20 years later, we had uh, World War II in the 40s. And then we had another war in the 60s. And then we had another war in the 90s. And we had another war with, you know, with, uh, with uh, Bush again in the early aughts. And then we had COVID, which is kind of, I'm thinking, a, a change, a big change, a reset kind of, which is not necessarily a war because we really can't war like we used to, right? We kind of war with technology now. So I was just thinking this COVID, you kind of said it's like kind of like a war. Is that, I mean, is that kind of feeling that way to you? Uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely like... Uh, it's just uh, an expression I use just to kind of be funny, but uh, basically, you know, keep my head down, keep working hard. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. kind of my focus. Like during that time, it was a time that really shook our world. Yeah. And uh, all I could do is just like hang tough. And uh, so to be honest during yeah, it, yeah. I'd sit in here and we'd get in one order an hour and I'd slice up that meat and have it all ready for the to go person or the person showing up at the door. And in the meantime, I took my family's entire photo album and I just kept digitizing photos the whole time. Like, uh, so I, I just wanted to uh, keep hoeing corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, when you were here during the COVID, it was obviously very slow, change of business. Uh, how did you ride that out? Besides, I mean, you were here, but was there getting a lot of online orders? Were you getting phone calls, deliveries, things like that? Or Yeah, focused on to go. Just keep, just kept focusing on to go and try to make sure the platforms or systems were done with that. My biggest fear constantly was staff, yeah. juggling staff and how we keep different staff safe from one another. And you, you saw just entire fleets of um, 
of like other restaurants just get wiped out. So we actually even like staggered our staffs. Right. At one point we even had like not Corbin not working because COVID was on such a rise that we were going to have me roll in and just like self work it all out. Yeah. Once, once um, people got sick and we had to juggle that. Right. But, um, dude, we were very lucky through to ride it out. Yeah, totally. Did you, and you said you started here in this building when this building 2017, um, and then uh, been here ever since. Now we have the full bar too. Okay. So that's when, when did that go in? Uh, that just we got our full liquor license like last October. Nice. Something like that. Nice. So do you have like uh, drink nights, kind of events every week, kind of coming in for games and whatnot? Uh, tell me, tell me about that. Life's all about fun. Um, we're finishing building out our bar, and that is uh, that is when the excitement really begins. But um, we do a lot of offsite excitement. Our okay. focus, but yeah. is still um, complete like catering. But in 2016, I actually started another company, and that was called Tap Truck. Those are beer trucks. Right. We can serve beer, wine, cider, margaritas on the side of those things. Yeah. Uh, I saw one outside here. This is a uh, Chevy, right? 52 Chevy yeah. panel truck. Yeah. Um, been the number one vehicle since day one. We have 10 trucks here in San Diego. We have over 100 locations across the U.S., Canada, United Kingdom. Um, and, and that's why, like, Corbin isn't always here because he's juggling tap truck. Right. right. I've seen a lot of your postings recently. You seem like you're doing a lot of parties. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good at partying. Yeah. Um, tequila's my middle name. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, my, mine's, mine's whiskey. Single malt scotch whiskey. I just yeah. love it when That's you talk it. dirty. <laughs> yeah, I love to talk dirty often. So uh, do you have a particular whiskey you like? I mean, you're, like I see, what do you have here? What is this? Is this you? Oh, is this your brand? Set me up with the good questions. This is, yeah, this is Tap Truck Tap Shine. This is a little uh, bourbon. I think we should we, taste that. That we did with Liberty Call uh, Distilling. Good guys over there. Oh, give me one for you. Is it possible to get another, one, another glass? Uh, sir, good sir, Stephen. Stephen's holding down the fort for me today. Thank this, you, buddy. This is your bourbon. Yeah, that's good for you. I read it on the... Yeah. In the internet, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it somewhere. says that. It says that. Lots of health and benefits here. You're right. It, it, it was similar. made with love and passion. Are you doing that here? Are you do, I mean, how does that go? Uh, yeah, that was done with Liberty Call Distilling, but we serve Thank it here Thank you. Uh, at the shop. Uh, what are we drinking to today? You know, we're drinking to you, Bubba. Oh. Corbin's. Corbin's and Tap Truck. And also, uh, what and is the it? people who make toasts. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> To us, to us. <laughs> so it says right here, Tap Shine Bourbon Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Ah, that'll put hair on my chest. Yeah, that's good. Smooth, man. Get younger me on a Friday night. Can I have that, another one of those? Oh, yeah. You've been awfully good today. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, so that's, uh, that's caramely, man. Yeah, caramely, um, vanilla. It's mm-hmm. not bad for a two-year. Usually people try it and I go, oh, not bad for a two-year. It's good. It's really smooth, man. I mean, I, I just did a whiskey show with, with a Westward Whiskey, mm-hmm. and we sat and drank five of their whiskeys. And Sounds like uh, one of the better shows. Oh, you should have. Well, you know, I should have had cameras. And next time I do one, because I am going to do one, uh, it's a lo- it's, uh, they're out of Portland, and uh, the guy, one of the representatives, Whiskey Guya is his name on Instagram, uh, he lives in near us. And so we met at a place called... Um, Lord Puffer cigars and they put us in their VIP room in the back shout out to Lord Puffers and we drank whiskey and smoked cigars for about three hours it was just a great great show and uh, coincidentally they invited us up to the distillery in Portland 
So we're going to go up there at some point. Oh, wow. I'll show up and uh, film. You should come along, man. I'm being serious <laughs> because they're going to treat us to a day of, of drinking whiskey and showing us around. So it's probably pretty good. So back to what, back to uh, Tap Truck. Can we hear a little bit more about that? You have, you have 10 trucks, you say. Oh, yeah. Back to business. Uh, tap truck. Yeah. So you're basically your beer truck, but we can tap anything and we do all kinds of weddings, corporate events, private parties, um, and we can just travel anywhere from the backyard to heck some of the more awesome resorts to major like corporate um, companies yeah. we've shown up with. We even did four trucks at a Sublime concert. Wow. Um, so it's all about making those logistics happen. We have four trucks at four separate pumpkin patches this wow. October too. Really? Um, so these are the things that keep me out of trouble yeah and do you have a wide variety of vehicles or is they all similar in the same era or different shapes colors yeah. um sizes like check them all out tap yeah. trick usa okay our website our our tiktok our insta we're everywhere baby. okay okay but yeah it never hurts to get a quote that's just like catering industry in general it never yeah. hurts to get a quote hey if tap trucks the right like approach for you yeah we are here and, and like dude we're easy going good working guys we have quite the quite the uh quite the resume um and uh we just love love um being a show at a party well you, i think you are corbin i think you have that that personality and Is by the, the way beard? uh no it's your personality oh. Is you <laughs> the s- smile <laughs> yeah the smile the beard the energy i'm just crazy bro like dude Man, I love it. Yeah, if you want to talk about fun, I think kind of an interesting take for me as a business owner is I think, uh, like my staff, hey, I, I kind of say, you know, if you're here working here another week or if you're working here 10 years, like, just know you're loved and it's about it's about you growing. I wish the same thing for every single one of my staff, that yeah. they can be their own business owner. Yeah. If they're starting next week or in 10 years yeah. um, because it's the most, like, powerful thing you really can do for yourself. And uh, if you're not pushing yourself in life, then what are you really doing? And let's tip our yeah, hat to you. Yeah. How many shows you've done, how much you've got out there. You are having so much fun. Okay. So let me, let me kind of address that because it's important. Um, yeah, I, I started doing the show uh, out of seeing Joe Rogan do it. Uh, I started listening to him years and years ago. And uh, I always talked. You know, I'd go to, I'd talk your ear off. I'd go to a party and, you know, have a little, little spirits or something else, and you'd be at a place and you'd be imbibing and enjoying it. But see, the problem is I didn't very frequently have people who had ideas like I do. So they would end up having ideas about you know, getting the next job, you know, getting a better job, getting a, another career. And I used to be an IT guy, so I was uh, all about very specifics. You know, everything had to be just specific. You, if you were off a little, it was like that wasn't good. You can't be off a little. It's like being a surgeon. You know, if, you, if you're off a little... You get, something gets screwed up, right? Yeah. So uh, I'd go to places with a bunch of what I call, um, what's a better word for it? Normies, right? And uh, I'd talk this, talk, you know, uh, about ideas, about, you know, uh, expressing yourself maybe, or uh, what's next? What are you going to do with yourself? Um, you know, is it just about the job? Is it just about grinding away, getting that little check and then paying your rent? And I was like, you know, I was always about this idea about how is it that, uh, you know, you're getting given this little bit of money to stay close, right? Mm-hmm. Within driving distance so you can go to work. So you're buying a place to live so you can have be close to your job. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. And I was I always wanted to do something that was uh, quote unquote artistic 
something that uh, that was a little bit expressive about me. And, and being that I love to talk, it was just easy. This is easy for me. Um, you know, uh, I was never afraid to talk to anybody. I don't care, old, young, whatever, female, whatever. Never afraid to talk. It's always been a weird thing for me. And so I'd go to these places and I'd talk to people and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're not used to talking about themselves. They're not used to talking about what they like and don't like. They're not used to talking about uh, their thoughts, really. Because if they express something that's wrong, then they can be criticized. Mm-hmm. They can lose their job, yeah. lose their marriage. They can never be real, in my opinion. I'm not saying everybody. Even though I just did. Um, I, I think it just, to some extent, when you're in society, like in the core, working for your job or trying to build a business, you have to be really careful about your image. You know, what you put on the Internet, what you put on Facebook, uh, you know, whatever. It's, it's all part of you, who you are. Yeah. I never liked any of that. I don't like arbitrary rules. I, I don't like to have rules for the sake of rules. Uh, I like rules that are, you know, that mean something. You know, if, like if you are, uh, you know, you don't rape and pillage and steal. That I get all those. Uh, but everything else where, you know, this, you can't park here. You know, don't, you know, don't, don't bring your dog over here. I don't know. There's, there's arbitrary rules in society. I just never got any of those. Those seem like. They're all, right. all above my pay grade. Uh, well, see, that's great. That makes you Corbin, though, right? <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is that, yeah, to address that and to, to kind of make a long story longer, uh, it's, yeah, you know what? This is what I do. This is what I I've, was kind of born to do. Your niche. I, I, don't know if it's, I, I don't know what it is yet. Let's say it this way. So I did that off and on for about five years. You know, periodically, months would pass because we didn't have money or something. We wouldn't go, up, go out and whatever. We had kids and all. Six weeks ago, I got on Instagram and I spent a Sunday just sending out messages to accounts that I liked. You know, like somebody had great pictures or great videos or whatever. I just sent a message saying, hey, you know, would you mind would that come on my show? I do this podcast called The Grub Enthusiast. And, and so 50, about 15 of them responded kind of over time. So for the last uh, four weeks, I've just been running and gunning. And in the, in the process of this, I've been trying to uh, develop an, a video game. Not only a video game, but like a, my video portion of the show. I want to do a, a quality video podcast. I'm putting this thing together, and I'll have, soon have this rig, a rolling rig, that I was mentioning to this guy, that, that will have all my stickers on it, that like, like your stickers, but it's going to be a rolling rig that's going to have uh, my mixing board, this thing called the Blackmagic ATEM, which is a switcher that just by, you know, push the button, and it switches the camera, and then it picks up on you. But it's also, it's also recording the track just for that camera. There's wow. two, yeah. So you, if you have five cameras, you actually have six tracks being built. Is what I'm saying. I uh, like you. You're onto something here. Well, yeah. So I'm. I have. The, I bought this thing. Oh, you want to hear a funny story? So there's a thing called the uh, SKB uh, gig rig, and it's a thing probably about the size of this table, maybe a little smaller, in height and in you know size, but it, it's on rollers. Not my horsepower. None. It's actually it's actually made of plastic, <laughs> right? But it's it's a rack thing, right? And you mount your equipment in there. So I, they cost about $1,000. I, I looked for one, and I was like, I don't want to spend $1,000, but I found one on Craigslist, almost new for $200. So it just changed the whole perspective. Now I'm able to afford to do that and build out this great case that's going to have all of my stuff in one thing. I'll be able to just roll it in here, have it sit right here, and be able to control the whole show from this little stand, rolling stand. How do we make more of you? What do you mean? Well, like you're a unit. You know, uh, well, once I have this, able to juggle all that at the same time. Well, yeah. here's the thing. What's going to be nice about it 
is that this little device, it's got eight buttons on it. And you can have up to eight cameras or laptop or whatever. So let's say I want to, you, uh, you're going to start talking. Right? You're going to talk right now. Okay, I, I'm I talking, hit, talking away. I hit the button that's on for two. Let's say your camera. Boom, yeah. it's on you. Now I hit one, and now it's on me. And then it's doing this edit. All by, The voices are all being recorded at the same time. So at the end, I've got a 90% produced video of us talking, coming through these microphones. So the quality of this sound with video all synced up and ready to go. I should have put a, a beginning and an end. So I love it. That's beautiful. You're basically able to take it to market immediately. That that's my that was my plan. Life's so it's about like easier stuff. And 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 this goes back to what you and I were kind of talking about. Someone who's pushing themselves just like your story, your trying, full story, trying, right? Trying. Yeah. Is the big difference between someone just chasing a check every single you know, every couple Dude. of weeks. I wish I no, sometimes I wish I got it. Let's be real. Okay. <laughs> I know, I I'm serious. Because I have a wife who's you know, that's her gig. That's her game. Yeah. I have two little boys. Well, not little boys. They're 18 and one's 17 and 18 now. Yeah. But the thing about it is that their whole life, I was, you know, I was doing something I didn't want to do. And now I'm doing this thing and I'm trying to build it and I hope that it works out. Uh, and, I, you know, Gordon, you know, everybody says, don't say it, you hope. Everybody says, you know, it's going to work out. I don't. You know, you know what I mean? I'm trying. So I'm trying to improve it. I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking to you today. Um, I'm trying to make this show better than it's ever been. And so this is where it's at. Damn, if this is where you're starting, talking to me, you know, yeah. it could only get better from here. Well no. <laughs> no, well, no, but you know what's really funny about it is that um, I think, you, I mean, you come off to me as this lighthearted, uh, intelligent kind of uh, risk taker guy, in my, in my opinion. What, what's, what are your thoughts on that statement? Yeah, dude, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm a, just a middle child trying to figure it out. I'm a, I'm a July cancer uh, trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, my sister is a doctor in PT. Okay. My brother went to Princeton okay. is a financial advisor. Okay. Like I'm, what do I do for a living? Well, I just dr- drive truck for yeah. a living. Yeah. Like beer a beer truck. truck. Yeah. yeah. And you do barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I guess I stand around a grill, you know, just inhaling yeah. all that smoke. Yeah. That well, is, yeah. that is my life in a nutshell, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let me ask you this question though. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you, when did you start barbecue? You personally. Um, so I always grew up around it with my grandparents and their nice collection of, of uh, barbecue grills. My dad, um, growing up with good quality meat on the ranch, registered Angus cattle. Uh, there's always something in the freezer to get rock and rolling. So uh, I was always around it. And then, you know, me just really kicking off my yeah. own recipes okay. and getting into that and always learning more. Like I'm, I'm not the smartest guy at all. I always, every time I'm barbecuing, I learn the fire is hot and it's just something I can't, can't yeah. quite process, I guess. Well, you know, I, the reason why I ask you is because I went to, uh, I've always wanted, I was always cooking. I was a latchkey kid in the seventies. So I'd come home after school and I have to cook my own food. I'd have to make my own way cause nobody was around. So that's how I started cooking. I just would go in the cupboards and just grab whatever was there and make something out of it. So I, I, at, a, at some point later on in my life, uh, people liked what I did. And they'd say, oh, well, that's really delicious. Where'd you come up with that? I was like, I, you know, just, that's what I had. You go in the refrigerator. I have this herb. I have this protein. I have this, whatever. And I just make it. Um, let me relate to that. To be very honest, my, grandpa, my great-grandma, an incredible baker. My grandma, my aunts, all great bakers. My own mom, an incredible cook and baker. 
And for some reason, my mother would let me um, start cooking eggs and bacon okay. in a frying pan starting at age like nine. It's awesome. Uh, I'd get home and be making bacon and eggs, uh, cooking it for myself before football practice where she'd take me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, a nice uh, cast iron pan. Nice. Uh, you know, how'd you? Uh, no, nothing too special. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy a little Teflon fa- flavoring. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Know, those wow. uh, late yeah. 90s yeah. Uh, pans. The ones that come off. The, the, oh, yeah. yeah you're, totally. You're getting at least one or two black chips in there. Oh, sure. Each yeah. meal. Yeah, it's extra texture. That'll make you a yeah. full Corbin, you know? <laughs> my, <laughs> my, well, my son does the same thing. Uh, he started cooking eggs uh, because I, I went to Le Cordon Bleu for cooking. Wow. And I, and I came out. And uh, I was at home with the kids, and they were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So I showed my one son who was like, yeah, whatever. And the other son was like, oh, I want to learn how to do this. He loved eggs so much. Now this guy is a master egg cooker, and he just makes some beautiful French eggs, lots of butter, a little salt. So uh, I totally get it. But that's how I started. I I was at home out of necessity cooking, and then later on it tasted good. And then I went to Le Cordon Bleu for uh, just a train. I thought maybe I could work in a kitchen or open a restaurant. So I think what, I, what I'm saying is that it takes a lot of, excuse my French, balls to, to go out and do that and, and to make it work. Because there's, like you said, staffing. There's, um, you know, the cl- class A rent. Um, you know, you got to make sure that people are filling the seats. You got to make sure that you're getting the covers, that you have a bar that people are attracted to. It's, it's a big deal and it's not an easy thing to do. So if you're managed to do it and you manage to survive through, you know, COVID, that's, that's a pretty big thing that you've done. So... Just smart enough to uh, to try it, yeah. and just dumb enough to keep doing it. <laughs> well, are, well, are you enjoy, you're enjoying it though? Uh, yeah, I am enjoying it. Yeah. Um, restaurant world, uh, very honestly, I don't know if I would have got into it uh, if I knew what it was all cracked up to be. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we're here, and it's about providing for a community, providing for for staff, providing even for myself. Yeah. And so I think that's what keeps this going, keeps this awesome. Cool, and cool. And then um, our base. And if I can speak to all restaurants, all entrepreneurs um, in in the food world, focus on that catering. Catering is where the key is at um, in terms of in terms of everything, um, because because it helps us make ends meet. Yeehaw. Let me ask you about the uh, the the tap truck. Mm -hmm. When did that start? So that started in 2016 with the 52 Chevy just out yonder. Um, That thing has five taps on it. And then it wasn't until 2017 that we started licensing uh, the brand. And uh, we've just gone all around, you know, starting in the U.S. to getting someone in the U.K., people in Australia. Uh, we've gone viral a time or two on TikTok. And we enjoy gifting a lot of our brand, a lot of our, uh, like, what we've learned, our story, really, so that people can take tap truck and make it theirs and yeah. to have just a family um, that we've built and grown upon. Yeah. No doubt there's been lessons we've learned along the way. Um, but at the core of it is, is this Corbin happy go lucky. And we just really want to help people. Yeah. Um, so it takes a team to kind of a, a, one of the tougher stages that I've ever been in. And you have different prestiges that you'll find in business, I, I believe. But one of the tougher stages is making yourself more of a CEO versus the ev- the everyday barbecue, right? Or the the bartender at every single event. Yeah, making yourself a CEO is definitely a different type of calling and another push. Yeah, you got to delegate, right? That's the whole. Yeah, it's tr- tough. Trusting, when you're just trusting, easygoing guy. I'm trusting, but I'm yeah. I'm e- 
a little too easy going. <laughs> Sometimes, probably, right? I yeah. mean, just because you're you're trying to be, uh, re- no, you relaxed and carefree, yet at the same time, you know, someone's got to care about this business. Someone's got to care about your the details. Yeah. So that can be a conflict, right? Absolutely, and definitely passing that on to like all the all the staff and just finding people that care too. I'm pretty gifted with working with an, an awesome uh, bunch of people. So I tip my hat to everybody who's made yeah. it along the way. Yeah. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, oh, we're wow. still you here. You want to talk about the ugly ones, huh? Yeah. Oh. I Why mean, not? You sure. know, you're always learning something new. And, give me, and give you, me one. You bless, you know, those people that are like learning like something new as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's know. an education. I, I, think, I think that um, you're probably a conduit for that. I mean, you're probably a conduit for that going that direction getting the education on what this is and how to do it yourself. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and as long as they're like growing up with it too, you know, I've definitely had some like staff over the years that have like stepped away. That's the hardest thing is dealing with the people, but, but it, it pays off so much when you get that like phone call down the way or even that text that's like years later, that has been like, or even them stopping by the restaurant, shaking my hand and you just see them like more grown up. Wow. Just because, you know, you might have had a run in back in the day or yeah. maybe they had a really bad day and you you just you as the employer are the brunt of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does that feel to you? I mean, how, that I mean, does that feel like a, a moment of pride? Because, I mean, you obviously, you know, were able to um, influence somebody in a positive way. I mean, that must feel great. Right. Yeah. I think that's like my grading greatest calling yeah. in life yeah. um, because hey we're just out here kind of doing the lord's work yeah. and uh and for us to preach and teach and even just break down um like you having me on is so awesome because you get inside my mind like inside yeah. your mind yeah. and and we get to communicate that to everybody else yeah i, I don't think people are accustomed to this anymore no you know, no I don't, this this is what we're doing right here oh i will admit to a drug of mine Okay. Coffee? A hard drug of mine. Uh, salami? TikTok or Reels. Like, yeah. dude, That's it's crazy jam? how we could just, like, scroll through that. I could scroll through it for hours. I have to park my phones away from me now yeah. because I need to connect. I need to connect with people because this is <laughs> recharging me. Yeah. Let's okay. be honest. We okay. need to recharge this as people. And uh, and I need to I need to be able to clear my mind, recharge with you so that I can approach the best possible day for my staff. For my businesses, for my kids, even. You know, I think you're uh, onto something. I'm trying to, I'm trying to kind of put it into some words that make sense to you and me. Um, you said recharge. It's, a, it's an interesting choice of word because um, I think you're, you're kind of right. I think there's a, a certain. I think you go through the day just doing you, and you, don't, you have all your uncertainties. You have your uh, questions. You have your fears, your concerns, the world, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have a conversation or if you just go to the beach, you know, and maybe you're um, maybe you've taken some cannabis. I'm, you ever heard of this thing? Cannabis? Oh, the devil's lettuce. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, if you ever have some of that, and just sit on, on a beautiful vista on the beach and you just take stock. Right. And you stop questioning all the things about where we're going and just take a look at what's happening right here. I think that's when you start to refresh or to reinvigorate because then you, st- you take stock of what's happening and the goods and the bads and you say okay well look at least i have this you know what i mean like i this all the stuff in my mind could be dire 
Mm-hmm. You know, it could be, uh, oh, I want for this or I want for that. But then you never really pay attention to what's really happening now, right here. You know, this you have the successful businesses, you have your family, you have your kids. And it's it, when you're running hard, it's hard to acknowledge it because you really are trying to focus all of your energy on this, on the future, on what's to come, how to build this thing, this obsession. And then all of a sudden, you pay attention to what you have right now. Forget about tomorrow. Tomorrow's not here yet. Yesterday's gone. What, what do you have today? Dude, exactly. Just as you were saying, partner, um, like, yeah, changes are always happening to us yeah. each and every day. We yeah. cannot control very much. And yeah. the moment that you yeah. admit that in your life is a powerful statement. What can you control? You can try to control your happiness as long as you're focusing yeah. on being in the moment. Yeah. And so yeah, I don't think people are. This is our biggest sentences. This is our biggest like point yeah. of the day. Yeah. Me scrolling through TikTok and Insta yeah. Reels? No, I'm not being in the moment. No. No, you're actually thinking about somebody else's life. You're not thinking about your life. And when you're casting judgment, the easiest thing we love to do, constantly cast judgment yeah. on people because we're running away from judging ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. That's a serious statement you made because um, that's why I stay off of that. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I don't want to be you know crazy about it, but I, I definitely don't invest a lot of time in that. You know, as a matter of fact, I was trying, I eat, I, eat, I love pizza. And there's this guy named uh, Barstool President. Uh, Dave Portnoy. Yeah. And I, I don't want to be derivative, right? So I, I, but I love to eat pizza. And I say, you know what, I, I, I think I should do something like this. Go out and say, hey, I'm going to taste the pizza. and Do it with your shirt off. Let's that's going to be a TikTok, right? Yeah, you're gonna Go for it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think I should. I th- Sorry, as you were saying. No I, no, I think you're right. I think something like that might take me to the next level. Yeah, it's branding. Just, I just like shirtless yeah. pizza review. Well, here's the problem, though. You've heard of that guy, uh, the machine. Shirtless full pie. You're not doing one bite. You're doing this the whole pie. proper. Yeah. And I'll just, yeah. And I'll, and you know what I can do? Here's just an idea. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, stay with me, right? I, I take some, the, I can't eat the whole pie, right? So I just shove I some down my you. shorts. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like just and then just have it all over my chest and yeah. I'm just saying. And grow a beard and let it happen. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change my name. It's gonna start with a C. I'm there filming. Done. Done. You know this you know what's great. funny? I, this is teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you know we you know uh, blending of ideas. Yeah. I love that. As a matter as a matter of fact, I was uh, on a show with a guy named Mexi Papa. This guy who's uh, I he, think I met him once. Did you? In an alley. <laughs> I don't remember. Really? What were you doing there? Go I don't know. Yeah, okay, it's another, another story. Yeah, yeah. Another story. Totally. Mexi Papa, okay. That sounds like someone gave their own name. Like, he picked that nickname. I think he probably did. I don't think anybody ever said that to him. Maybe hey, by a the couple way. of girlfriends. Sure. And then... Sure. Yeah. Now he's self-branded. Okay. He's, yeah, he just put them on t-shirts. And he's Does he have his face <laughs> on a logo or something sick like that? Yeah, if you look at the top of that case there... I don't want to meet this guy. You know, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I want to see this logo. Oh my gosh, pull this sucker out. Mexi Papa. Wow, with the city in the background. <laughs> Approved. I love how the knuckles are together. Is that to show uh, like uh, some knuckle tats? Or I something? think so. That yeah. He's that, got a nice smile on him. You know Look what I mean? That mouth. Hmm. And that's what people like about him. Because uh, they love to watch him eat. That's what he told me. 
Do you, all right, you want to do the Corbin reaction? You have a phone or something? Yeah, yeah. Can we look yeah. at Mexi Pop? I mean, how do, from this angle here, or how do we do it? I will. Let me see. Well, let me see what Mexi Papa's about. Okay, It'll let be me be able let me, to hear my audio. Let me let me just uh, let me show you. Somehow, my reel in TikTok has missed this moment in my life. Okay, and, so let me. But here we are. We're about to approach it, and it will be it will be a good time. Okay, there it is. There's my phone. Okay. Mexi Papa. Ooh. Taco immediately to the face. First reel. Let's do this. Yeah. That, these tacos are going to be good. Oh, yeah. South Central tacos. This guy's committed to a good time. <laughs> One bite. One bite. Dude, this, I love this guy. Okay, instantly. Like, he is so down to earth. I could listen to that man talk for hours. Just there in those few seconds of me. I do think I have seen him or heard about him before. But, man, that's just a down to earth, like, brand. All right, Mexi uh, Papa. I'm well, a fan now. Well, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this <laughs> All guy. my jokes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Talking but, smack. And so, anyways, this guy, t- uh, four weeks ago, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I just went to Instagram on one Sunday. And I knew of him. And I said, hey, would you mind being on my show? And uh, he was like, he responded back. We got this shirtless pizza thing happening. Well, well that's next. Yeah. That's, the next <laughs> that's the next phase. And I'm going to wear some special shorts, too, when I do it. So we do this. So I, he comes on my show. Mm-hmm. And out of the, I had, so in the morning on one Sunday, I was in L.A. Yeah. And we'd done this place called the Inkwell in Burbank. And they loaded us full of drinks and brunch. I mean, I'm hammered by about noon. Yeah. I come wandering out of this bar, and, and I mean, it's sunny outside, and I'm, it, it was dark in this place. So I come out, and I'm like, I go back to the house. I'm laying there on the bed going, I'm ready to go back to San Diego. So about 1 o'clock, I get a call. Can you be in Whittier at 5 this evening? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll take my time sure, heading home. <laughs> sure, sure. So I, I say, okay, uh, yeah, I'll be there. But I was thinking the whole time, nah, I want to go home, right? But he's got a big following, you know, and he's got, the, he's invited me on. Okay. The stars are aligning. You are committed to this. I, I just said, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. So I went and did it. Then he invited me on his show. And he's got a, uh, a YouTube channel with a lot of followers. I don't know. And we went and did this whole day of shooting in this place called, uh, that place right there. Is that Los Toxicos Mariscos. It's bottom right. Wow. We went to that spot. And I'll show you a picture of that because that. They have a very unique uh, octopus dish that you should see. I love octopus. Do you? Yeah. Well, then you won't want to watch this video because uh, it's kind of sad for the octopus. But well, they taste so good. That's what. Yeah. I like. I like eating them. Yeah. So let, let me just. Show. Very smart creatures too. Nine brains. Did you know that? That's insane. Yeah. One in the center and one for every tentacle. Not from this planet. No. Can't be. No. There's no way it is. Yeah. So, anyways, we go to this place. Here, here's the video. Wow. That looks so good. Yeah. That's well-edited video. I do terrible things to that. Yeah, that's it right there. I love that chewiness of it. Such uh, a good flavor. No chewy. Char. No chewy. They did it right. Oh, they did it absolutely right. right. Yeah. That's me on the right side with the, the black shirt on. That's me talking. <laughs> there I am. Look at that handsome devil. Huh? Yeah. Look at that guy. 
and a little tequila. To finish yeah. it out, it had to happen. <laughs> so, so I did this show. Yeah. And um, I've been, I hit up a bunch of spots and they all responded. And one of them was Chiba, just down the way. Perfect. And so, uh, so then, by the way, tonight, you ever heard of the Riviera Supper Club? Club, yeah. You ever been? No, I have not. So that's the sad thing is I kind of live under a rock. Because like, you, here I am missing out Mexi Papa. I got to check out Los Toxicos. Damn, dude. Struggling with it's that a, word. It's a ride, though. Um, it's the a Riviera ride. Club. Yeah. I got to get down there. But it, it's... Like, I, uh, businesses. Yeah, I hear, to you, get I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I know you're you're here doing your thing. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm going there tonight. We have a show with them tonight. So because they have pizza on the menu. No, they. Uh, that is a '60s. Uh, uh, Someone's making you a pizza in the back. No, no. I'll send. I'll send. Mm-hmm. A you should come. Over. Yeah, bring, yeah. You should do that. The camera. The show starts at 4:30. Mm-hmm. If you get a pie over there, <laughs> that'd be nice. <laughs> So, pies everywhere. That, so, now that's the name of the. <laughs> that's the name. Of yeah. Well, so speaking of, speaking of pies, do you have a preference? Do you have a particular pie you like? Dude, I love uh, some Supreme. Um, one of my favorite spots ever uh, up there in Santa Maria, uh, Central Coast, where I'm from, Klondike's Pizza. That's Klondike. a favorite of mine, <clears throat> and I just love how it comes together. Woodstocks, so notable. Love it, and we have those all around here in California. Any particular kind of pie you like? The Aztec one. No, no, I don't. I mean, I mean the thickness of the crust. Um, I'm more of like a medium type of guy. Is there like a name for that? Is there no? no. Huh. How do I explain? I want to eat like two slices and be like, "Done." This is a meal. Okay. Uh, but then I go for four or five, and I go, "All right, now I'm." Now you're rocking. Yeah. So New York style pizza is thin, right? It's a little too crackery. Some okay. Of those. You know? Detroit's a little thicker. Okay. And then there is Chicago, which is a whole different animal. It's a casserole. Yeah, it's a lasagna. But there's something I understand called grandma. It's a different pie. I got to search that pie? Grandma. Yeah. Grandma pie. Yeah. I learned that from a place called Little Dynamite in Culver City, in LA. Culver City. Shout outs. You got to, man. You got to. Uh, you know, you were saying that uh, you like to uh, cultivate yeah. people. You know, uh, you're in your presence and you're in your. Uh, I want to grow up and be you. Oh, damn it. Nice guy. You don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's fine. When I grow up someday, you're going to be, be a grub thusior. Damn, dude. Now Thusiosaurus. I got to be. Uh, I got a lot of pressure on me now, though, I'll be honest. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know what I'm, you know, I have to, I have to like make sure that I. <clears throat> make you uh, proud. You yeah, know? don't curse so much and podcast. Yeah, son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to curse. I, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I did say son of a gun. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, gosh darn it, you know. Cock shit, cock balls. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> no, uh, no, you know, I, I just chose to do that because I didn't want to uh, scare away the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I uh, so oddly enough, in my little town over here in Valley Center, mm-hmm. a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, there's the guy. You know, like, yeah, the pie guy. <laughs> oh, no, there, there's the uh, the grub enthusiast, man. Believe it or not, uh, a lot of my ki- my kids give out T-shirts, and uh, everybody has a grub you know, grub enthusiast. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, it's really funny. I, I I have a fan. Yeah, yeah. Writes, I, I, you, writes you every week. No, he doesn't write. 
you know, I mean, uh, there's a offhanded, you know, ham-handed kind of letter that arrives every once in a while. Yeah. You know, hugs and kisses at the bottom. But, you know, it's, I don't really like to read it. It's kind of scary. But, um, yeah. but I, I, I do have a fan. I'll stop writing those to you. <laughs> Corbin, man, listen, brother. I, I didn't know it was like that, but thank you. You I, are a breath, a breath of fresh air. This was too much fun today. Yeah. And I am just so glad that we got connected over, yeah. over um, food. Really, food and good it's conversation the way, it's the way to do it, and drink. It's the way to do it, man. And, and thank you for your whiskey, man, your bourbon, rather. Uh, speaking of that, it's uh, Tap Shine. Yeah. Where's that available, man? Um, just here at the at the shop. We got to do some more ABC legal stuff so that we can start shipping it across the lines. Okay. Um, so cool. Cool. Got to do business legally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Only way. Only way. Uh, that's why I never speed. I don't ever speed at all. I never go 85 or something. Yeah. You're crazy. So listen, how are we doing on time, brother? What do you want to do? Dude, um... The, the, yeah, this was too much fun. Uh, I mean, we let's get you some food next and uh, get you all happy, healthy, merry, and send you on your send you on your merry way. <laughs> well, do you want to discuss any of your further stuff, man? Like your tell us about the menu. Tell us about the food. Tell us what's going on. Why do we want to come here, Corbin? Okay, so Corbin's Q is about Santa Maria style barbecue there on the Central Coast, uh, where Red Oak only grows here in California, and we are most known for tri-tip. So our tri-tip here has three ingredients within the seasoning, and kind of my secret I share with the world is we're basting it with red wine. We got this beef, once it's been seared up, we start basting it with red wine, a little more fruity, so that I can caramelize that flavor, grab some more smoke on it, and that's what we are most known for. And a tri-tip, my people, it only takes us about like 45 minutes here. At a tri-tip? Yep. To render the fat and all that connective tissue and all that? Exactly. Because we got that sear, and then you're kind of coasting it out to, to the doneness. Oh, let it rest a few minutes, and then just start slicing and dicing. And that seems, well, how, on the smoker, right uh, here. Yeah, on the Sambria-style grill. Um, and so we raise and lower that to control temperature, um, which is what a San Maria-style grill is. Um, I will, like, kind of my words of advice for all barbecuers, for... for cooking as a matter of fact basically is if um is we have so many senses so not only um are we seeing we're seeing food constantly but also if uh you ha also have the feel effect you can kind of put your hand over the fire or hand over a pan and kind of see get a get a notation of how hot it is yeah. uh you also have your nose your nose is probably the best gift in terms of picking up those senses and stuff and then you also have your ears. You're able to hear how fast something's cooking on a fire once it starts snap, crackle, pop, or if it's just kind of cruising. And so use your senses as you begin to barbecue. Wow. Okay. Tell us, uh, we're about to have some amazing barbecue. And why don't you tell us what we're having? Allegedly. 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 It's a lie. <laughs> um, yeah. Tell you about it. Um, I built all of my recipes. Uh, self-made in terms of like all of that and my flavor profiles are modeled after some of my favorite barbecue I've enjoyed since day one uh, our tri-tip just that simple in terms of rocking with the garlic based seasonings and then basting with red wine so we can caramelize the outside of it and and pass that that sear that immediate sear and then letting those fats break down for like a perfect medium or even medium rare medium well wherever you want to be at on things I enjoy the edges, baby. 
That's me. <laughs> like a burnt ends. Uh, those are my favorites. Absolutely. Uh, and then we will also have uh, some sauces we've developed. We have like a mustard-based sauce. We have a spicy. And then we have a sweet. The funniest like story I've ever heard about our spicy is that it's a zesty. And that is because I kind of designed it to, um, to enhance flavor of meat versus having that spice overpower overtake them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So we got that. Um, linguiça is a very popular like Portuguese sausage um, with paprika flavoring to it. And that's been my favorite sausage since day one. Um, and uh, past that, we have our baby back ribs too. So good. We actually season our meats, our baby back ribs in our, our pork butts a day in advance before we start uh, even bring them all on out to the grill. Awesome, dude. Uh, what do you do for sides? I, it looks like you've got uh, lots of sides. Fries, mac and cheese, beans, uh, garlic bread, slaw, yeah. sweet pot tots. What's a pot tot? A sweet potato tater tot. Okay. And then you throw some brown sugar on that with just a touch of fry seasoning. Nice. So you get that like sweet and saltiness to it and just like tear into it like kettle corn. <laughs> so tell me what's happening with the uh, your face. There's the greens and the reds. What, what's what's going on there? So on the sides, the greens actually are, um, are vegetarian. Like all of okay. our sides are vegetarian. We're very like vegetarian friendly. Okay. Um, because you can make a meal out of all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so we do that. That's good to know, uh, though. The it's red faces know. are like my favorites. Your favorites. Okay. So, like okay. a Roadhouse burger or that CQ sampler. Everybody gets. If you're here for your first time, CQ sampler, then you get to like pretty much try it all. Okay. Okay. And then um, so you do tri-tip, baby back ribs, chicken, uh, the chicken breast. Okay. Smoked chicken breast. Mm, okay. Let's see. Sausage link. Yaki kebabs. Those look delicious. Oh, those are my favorite. They're, they're a catering superstar. So what that is is a little chicken breast um, and bell pepper. And then we have it wrapped uh, in bacon and then cooking those to perfection. A little sweet sauce on the outside for a glaze. And just like that, um, so delicious. We can never make enough of those for a wedding. <laughs> uh, tell me about these animal fries. Dude, the animal fries are so good. Thank you. The animal fries are just so good. All of our loaded fries, really, because you can put any meat on them and uh, just, just, I go gangbusters on it. <laughs> and you got cheese. It's, what does that say? Burgi? Burgi oh, sauce? Yeah, we have like our burgi sauce, our burger sauce. Uh, that's that good old like McDonald's style sauce. The, uh, gosh drawn a blank you know the basically the thousand islands okay sauce. thousand islands okay uh yeah i call my burger sauce like burgie sauce okay so. <laughs> okay and then uh, that cq beast feast yeah. that sounds good chicken wings sausage tri-tip pulled pork three baby back ribs potato salad slaw mac and cheese that's a good meal Beast Feast is like designed for a family or like I've seen some guys just toss it down themselves. So me. Yeah. Yeah. I could probably polish that off pretty we, easily. We believe in you. Mom I, and I. I'm going to come in and do that. Yeah. It's going to be the grub enthusiast. Uh, thank you. Thank you. But this is, yeah. By the way, this is delicious, man. We got a bite of, of uh, the goodies for you right here and you enjoy. Let's do this, man. No, we're going to do it together. So, um. What are we doing here? Tell me, what do we got? Oh, we got the garlic uh, bread, just like that. I don't know. There you go. Do I got a little bite of each. 
Got a little linguisa sausage, a bite of garlic bread, and there we go. Okay, let's see. Let me try this here. It looks delicious. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, bread's delicious. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, buttery, mm, hot, garlicky. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You don't forget to try all your sauces. We gotta know which one's your favorite, champion. Okay. That's the mustard sauce. This one here, the easy to identify. Mm-hmm. That one I think is the spicy, and that one I believe is the uh, sweet. Yep, sweet's always a little more brown. Spicy's like more red. Look at this, like here we are, just slicing tri-tip up with a plastic, like knife. That's the way to do it. That's the way. Yeah. I mean, I think meat requires plastic. So, anyways, here we go. Mustard. I'm gonna try this guy. What you can do is a little tri-tip. Here we go. I'll put on my little meat clinic. A little mm-hmm. tri-tip. Okay. A little sweet sauce. This is a tri-tip sandwich in the making. It's a little bite, and this is it. All okay. downhill from here. So what I have here is a um, very, very nice, nicely cooked, sweet, pink-colored tri-tip. I'm going to take some of this spicy sauce. I'm going to drizzle it down right here. Excuse the, the chewing. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We're at a restaurant after all, so mm-hmm. you can expect it. I'm going to... Hmm. Okay. Right, Just like that, you did it, champ. <laughs> mm. I'm going to try the sweet one now. I'm just watching you with glee. What's this? So we start barbecuing in the morning, uh, and we light up that fire, and then we get to grilling and chilling. And uh, you just find us here on Alcone Boulevard right by San Diego State. Uh, we do this seven days a week. Some people ask, hey, why aren't you, like, closed on Mondays or anything? Well, A, Monday night football, but, like, B, um, we always have, like, caterings rolling in, whether it's for the office party or whether it's for that wedding. That can be any day. So that's why we keep the shingle open. I have an answer. The mustard sauce. That's my favorite. It's made in-house, baby. That was the best to me. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, it's um, it's both tangy and sweet, which is the way it should be. Sweet, uh, salt and sweet always go together. I love that mustard sauce in terms of like our pulled pork. Um, that's where I really love it. I'm sure you can picture that shining on there. This linguisa though, it's. Do you make this in house too? No, we do not. Okay, this is um. No, I don't eat that kind of stuff very often, but <laughs> well done, well done. Thank you, champ. All right, listen, you know, uh, before we go, I want to say thank you for having me down. It's been a pleasure, man. You know, we, uh, we had a, a bit of a, uh, the conversation at the beginning was not, it was not, it was not business. And I, I'll be honest with you, that's great. You're right. There has to be a portion of every show that is not business. Because you know what? I think, you know, it, sometimes you wanted a departure as a business owner. When I come in here, it's kind of a weird thing where you're talking about yourself. I'm telling you these great things about yourself. You're like, yeah, yeah. Because someone's told me, uh, as of late, someone's been telling me how good I am. You're so good. Da, da. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just, you know, one person talking. You don't know, you know. But um, I will say it's been a pleasure. And uh, I had a lot of fun. This is delicious. The, the bourbon, the, uh, the beers, man, the, the, the barbecue is incredible. Hearing your story is very inspiring. So, again, thank you for having me down. I really appreciate you being on the show. So thank you again.
And thank you for doing what you do. Uh, just so awesome <clears throat> for for uh, hardworking business owners like me to get that shout. And just, you know, thank you for me personally. It's so awesome to sit down and relate with, with another beautiful, kind soul. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, listen, we'll let you go for now. Uh, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Be nice to each other.